coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen, feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy. Welcome to Dueling Dialogues, episode 181. I'm Connor Murphy, here with Grace Matthews in Springfield, Missouri. Hi, Grace. How you doing? I'm boiling. How about you? Oh, no. <laughs> it's pretty cool today, actually. Humid and cool. Oh, my gosh. I still don't have air conditioning, so. Oh, no. I'm cranky about it. Yeah. Yeah. The heat does that to you. Anybody. Yeah, it does. I mean, I'm not a sweater, and I'm sweating. Yeah. So. Well, we haven't had a lot of super hot weather this year, maybe a day or two. That's it. So, you know, uh, I don't know. It's cooler again today. It looks a bit cloudy. We did get rain, so our drought is sort of over. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it was a good thing. Definitely. So. And your farmers need it. Oh, they've gotten a lot now. It hasn't stopped raining for the last couple of weeks. So they're, they're good to go now. Which is sure. which is really good. They just need somebody to sell their stuff to. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, supposedly they're working on that. Yeah. Well, I I don't know how much Trudeau is actually working on that either. So I I doubt he's working on it at all. Tell you the truth. I always kind of look at it as a package deal. If Trump gets you know the negotiations, Canada's will come. Yeah, I I think Does that that's make sense? yeah I think that's what Trudeau's visit was to see Trump beforehand. Yeah, that was an awkward one. Yeah, and I think he was saying, "Please help me," but um, you know, <laughs> it didn't go There's over too. There's no well. doubt about it. Those two do not like each other. The body language, they they just they can't hide it. Oh no, they and it's not only Trump. There's uh, I mean, China doesn't even answer the phone. Uh, when when he calls, um, and at the G twenty, they uh, they put him in alphabetical order. So uh, Canada was in between China and Brazil. So China totally snubbed him, and uh, Trudeau turns with his with his hand to shake the Brazilian president and or prime minister. I don't know what the Brazilian leader, and uh, he just totally snubbed him. Turned his chair on him, and then uh, after the session, they were all outside in a circle talking. And then Trudeau was about fifteen feet on the outside, kind of like that wedding guest that wasn't invited, nobody wants to talk to, that tries to creep exactly creep his way into uh, some sort of conversation. But it was absolutely pathetic to see. Pathetic. Well, they've everyone has quit taking Trudeau seriously. I mean, really, he should be like the old aunt. You'd go take the checkbook away from. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So. Well, I, because she's she's writing checks all over the place. Yes, you know? and and most of the globalists he was chummy with um, <laughs> have gone and gotten themselves into some crap. You know, Macron and um, oh, yeah, yeah. Therese May's gone now. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, Merkel, she's. She might be really sick. She's shaken. Yeah. She really was shaking. She's sick. Yeah, I don't know what's up there. She tried to say that one day she was dehydrated and and it seemed like, okay, yeah. You know, and they give her IV and she's back later that evening and everything seems good. But then two days later, shaking again. again in another video. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What do we got today? 
Sure. Well, we've got AOC. <laughs> of course we do. <laughs> you know, AOC has taken another trip to the border. Oh, lovely. She took one apparently before she was elected. And cried about parking lots? Yeah, well, somehow we never knew about that till a couple of weeks ago. And then yeah. all these pictures where she's in the white outfit coming out. Well, that was supposedly before she was elected to office. Right. So, um, but hmm. now she has showed up in a red dress yesterday and everything went wrong. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Oh. She claims that some of the women told her that the Border Patrol agents have made them drink toilet water. Okay. Now, so far this cannot <laughs> be verified. So, you know what? I'm, I'm wondering... You know, I, I may, okay, let's say they told her that. Let, right. Let's give AOC the benefit of the doubt, which is difficult. Okay. <laughs> you have a language barrier. You also have, you know, they might not understand. This is a temporary camp. Built in Obama era. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, of course, as more and more people come across the border, they expand it, and they have to do so in a hurry. Now, when you go camping, think about it, you have this large vessel hanging on the wall with water. It's usually like a five-gallon container that at our grocery stores, they have them set next to the jugs of water that people right. buy. Yeah. Okay, so you hang it on the wall, and you have... Um, like two tubes coming out, a little bigger than an IV tube, okay? Right. One goes to your little, you know, um, toilet, okay. so you got some water to flush the stuff down, you know? Right. And then the other goes into this little sink. Right. Okay? And you can brush your teeth, wash your hands. I mean, it doesn't flow out like, you know, it doesn't have pressure, okay? And you can drink it. Exactly. Now, did these women misunderstand and think that the toilet was pumping water into the vessel? Oh, good point. Toilet water? Good point. Yeah. Did they misunderstand? I mean, you know, they um, you've, you have a language barrier because, uh, yes, these Border Patrol agents speak Spanish, but you now have people from all sorts of countries coming across this border. And so you've got dialect differences, you know? And right. if you've ever learned or spoken a, a language, that can be immense, especially when, like the border agents, that's your second language. Right. So, where are the pictures? Give us some evidence, AFC. Right. You well, know, there's cameras set up all over this place. Well, when Surely someone can get us some pictures. I guess everybody's drinking toilet water because, um, you know, we're, we're hooked up on a city system here and it's the same water that goes into the toilet that goes into my sink. Oh, me too. Yeah. So me I too. guess we're all toilet drinkers. Well, and, uh, well I tell you what, I, I got one better than that. My dad was the supervisor of the wastewater treatment for um, the city of Springfield. Oh, right. Right. And we would go out there and they would put it, the water, the sewage through the chemical, you know, process. And my dad would drink it after that. Oh, jeez. And it's the same thing that the astronauts do. 
Right. They go PP. They put it through the system. Uh, yeah, and it's recycled. I mean, really, there is no new fresh water. Right. I mean, when somebody says fresh water, that's that's really kind of silly because our water goes up into the atmosphere and then comes back down. Right. You know. So um, I'm wondering if that now that she had other complaints. She said that the Border Patrol agents were laughing at her, talking about her. They were sexually and physically threatening to her. Huh. Okay. <laughs> you know, wow. You know, it's, always, it's always like that with her. I mean, you know, there's pictures out there of her dancing and you know, showing things off. I, I don't, I don't know um, <laughs> why it's always, it's always about her in some way. Somebody's always doing something to her. For example, she wants a raise in pay. She also wants the government to pay off her $50,000 in loans um, where she got her degree at Boston College. I'm not really sure how she got that degree. Yeah, and me neither. Seen a vegetable garden until May. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know how um, she got it, and that's why I have a feeling she doesn't understand a campsite. She also it's doesn't. Un she also doesn't understand a garbage disposal. Apparently, I saw that. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh well. So, oh, I mean, the there's, there's a lot, and, and then you think about this. She's she's crying, she's upset, she's screaming at the border agents. And then last week, when they needed $4.5 billion just to, which is a drop in the bucket these days, just to take care of the needs of these people that she's crying and screaming about, guess what? She voted against it. Yeah, that is mind-blowing. And I bet most people don't know it. Um, her and three of her cronies. Yeah, it, it just boggles the mind. She's screaming and crying for them and then votes against helping them. Yeah. That blows my mind. And, you know, um, last week she compared it to a concentration camp, which really upsets Jews. Yeah, and that, others. Was, that was you know, very, one of very... Jews, a 92-year-old man, that escaped a concentration camp said, you know, the big difference between these camps on our border is that those people come knowingly. Right. They know what they're getting into. They come because they want to. No Jew ever walked in to a concentration exactly. camp. Exactly. Yes. And they're really? not being exterminated either. So, no. you know, no. I, I found that offensive. Okay. You know, they might have to wait an extra day for a shower or a toothbrush, but they're not being exterminated. The hypocrisy on the left absolutely astounds me, and it's the same here in Canada. The The hypocrisy is just crazy. They, uh, it, they, it's awful, and it's, it's so ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's it, Trudeau's crying for, for the, you know, the uh, First Nations and stuff, but yet he won't fix their, their water. <laughs> so it yeah. just does not make sense. It's really just um, lip, you know, lip service. That's yeah. all it does. Yeah, and a photo op. Exactly. So. 
Well, as we discussed earlier, the G20 took place, and then afterwards, um, Trump made a little stop over in South Korea for a couple days to have dinner and such. Right. He, in a tweet, he invited um, Kim Jong-un. I call him Little Kim so much, I have to think for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, to meet him at the demilitarized zone. Right. Yeah, I saw that, actually. He didn't know if he would show up or not, okay? Hmm. But Kim shows up. Yeah, it was, so it was interesting. It was a photo op, but also an agreement to start the talks back up. Yeah, yeah, and, I and thought I it was think, good. You know, especially where you're at. You know, Trump has certainly not gotten what he's wanted from Kim yet. You right. know, like, rid of the nukes. Yeah, exactly. However... Don't you feel safer than you did before well, um, Trump started meeting with Kim? I think... I mean, you know, there was stuff going off all the time. I definitely think that it was a positive move. There's a lot of criticism about it, but I I, I think it was a good move. Yeah. There is. And um, Kim invited him to walk over into North Korea. The first time a sitting resident um, or president has done so ever. Right. I would say that probably no president has ever gone there, period. No, I, I think he is the I, first. I, I, I don't think they went over even out of office. I don't, I don't think they have been over there. But anyway, so, you know, there are those that believe this was a good idea. There are a lot that believe this was stupid and somehow devalued the presidency of the United States. Right. Of course. I'll tell you one thing I was most interested in. And that was Tucker Carlson was was invited to go with Trump. Oh. He okay. made some observations that I have often wondered about um and that's Kim's health. Oh. And, you, know, you can you can, there's only so much you can tell from pictures on TV. But Kim is a young, young man. He's 35 years old. Yeah, he's like half the age of Trump. He looks like he's old. Right. He looks... uh, He could pass for someone in their 50s, if you ask me. I wonder how much cheese he's actually eating. A lot, apparently. Tucker said that after walking 10 feet, he had breathing issues. Wow. They had a doctor on that said, oh, you know, said, you know, I have not examined him. But just by the pictures, you can see a lot of fat. Right. Around yeah. his neck. And that that fat might be cutting off his ability to breathe. <laughs> Could be. He basically doesn't have a neck. No, he really doesn't. He's in Hillary's pantsuit. Um, uh, he didn't even put on a regular suit. I mean, he probably couldn't wear one properly because he's got, you know, all that weight, you know, up up here like he's, you know, eight months pregnant. Yeah, exactly. But, um, he also is reportedly a chain smoker. Well, that'll and do it. said that he actually started smoking quite young. I don't know what that is, but, you know, how young is quite young, but, you know, I still go with the idea that little Kim is in charge, but there are the elders, the generals that are really in charge. 
Yeah, I, if he I hasn't executed them. Believe there are, yeah, that's true. Um, but his health is certainly an issue. Um, how, how long does he have? You know, he travels with the portable toilet because he doesn't want foreign governments testing his um, his potty stuff for you know different medications he might be on or different diseases he might have. Right. So it, it, it's always left the rest of the world wondering. Well, that could be a scary thing because uh, who goes to power then if something was you know, to happen? I did not realize that we don't know who his wife is. We do know he's married. We don't know who his wife is. We don't know if he has children. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. I didn't even know he was married. Yeah, I didn't either, really. Wow. Until, um, yesterday, and they discussed that. So. Huh. Um, I had no idea. I, 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 I thought that was, was interesting. Okay, there's um, the New Yorker has written about a subject that um, we've talked an awful lot about, and it basically, I mean, we talked about it two years ago. Um, you know, what are Joe Biden's chances of making it through this full process without Hunter Biden blowing it for his father? I mean, right. And, you know, we can't be responsible for what our children do. I mean, you know, um, unless we're helping them. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That's the problem we have here with oh. Hunter. Now, Hunter's done some th things that I'm pretty sure Joe didn't help him with. I mean, he seems to have a really pretty bad cocaine habit. You know, he left his wife for his his brother's widow and then oh, wow. she gets pregnant and he leaves her and you know um wow he's quite the piece of work but yeah he's a piece of work okay he is a piece of work um and 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 a recurrence is his addictions hmm. at the same time he has all these fruity business deals that have made him and his family very rich. Business deals that his father was a part of. Oh. So I don't know how you run from that if you're Joe Biden. I mean, clearly, if you got a kid that's on drugs, making some bad choices, it, 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 you know, a parent can only be blamed so long and so much. Exactly. But when you're enabling them to make deals, at the expense of the American government, yeah, with foreign countries, how do you walk away from that and turn your back? Yeah, exactly. That, uh, yeah, very questionable. Then, yeah, I don't. I, it, it's just not good. It just isn't. And uh, the New Yorker, I believe that um, reading this, I believe they did this for Joe Biden. I believe, or his campaign. I believe his campaign said, we're going to let the New Yorker, who is sympathetic to us, write this article, put this bad stuff out there about Hunter, and then when it's out there, they can't hurt us as bad. Kind of like housekeeping and cleaning out the closets, right? Exactly. And I'm a firm believer in this. If you've got something that's going to haunt you, for example, Trump 
should have let the stormy stuff come out. He should have told about it. Right. Because it was, you know, she, she did it willingly. The only thing she did was try to blackmail him. Right. Okay? And a couple others did that. Whereas, had he just come out and said, well, I slept with a few women, and they might come out and say stuff, but, you know, they were willing partners. Yeah, and, exactly. you know, my wife didn't like it, and I'm sorry to my family, but, you know, and then they can't hurt you with it. Yeah. It, it's out there for better or for worse. You can, you know, you can hate him for it or, you know, not really care. Exactly. I agree. But, you know, and I, we said a long time ago, or at least I said, and I think you agreed. I don't know that Biden has the um, is no, in a condition to stay in this race. No, I don't think he's got the backers anymore. I, well, no, he doesn't have the backers, but I don't know that he has the, the drive. I mean, he's just getting old. I, I think old age is getting getting to him. And um, I think that in that debate the other night, it really showed, and he is moving backwards. Kamala yeah. and um, Elizabeth Warren are moving forwards. You know, but Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders are... Um, I, you know, they're 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 not going to be as much of an issue as a lot of the pundits said they would be. Yeah, I I just can't see him uh, making it that long. I I just can't see it. I I can't I can't either. He does not have the um, he doesn't have the energy. No. And what kind of energy do you need to have to stay up with Trump when it comes down to the point where they're running against Trump? Yeah, exactly. The man that doesn't Trump. sleep. No, no, I mean his people can't keep up with him. Admittedly, they yeah. can't keep up with him. So, and how in the world are you going to raise enough money? You know, whoever the Democrat nominee is, how are you going to catch up with the kind of money that Trump and the RNC is raising? Yeah. Since he announced re-election. They have raised $105 million, beating crazy numbers set by Obama oh, by at wow. least $20 million. Well, there you go. That says a lot. Again. It's going to take a billion dollars to beat Trump. Wow. Now, while I say that, Hillary spent a billion dollars and lost to Trump. <laughs> no wonder she said what happened. And a great deal of that money was hers. Yo, that had to hurt. Yeah. No wonder she's out there doing speeches for $5 a head. <laughs> if she can get them in the door, I doubt it. Yeah, supposedly they're not even getting in the door for that. No, you know? no, pretty sad. And, you know, so the Democrats have got lots of obstacles. And, um, you know, I don't, I don't think Biden can handle it all. But what a, a crazy thing is how much they're going against what the voters want. Overwhelmingly, Democrat, Republican, Independent, people do not want Medicare for all. Right. Yeah, everyone on the stage for two nights, something, 20 of them, I guess, said they would endorse and 
you know, make law Medicare for all. Yeah, yeah, that's going to split your vote for sure. Every single one of them said health care for illegals. Same way. Americans do not want health care for illegals. If they really yeah. wanted health care, they would have voted for, for Trump's plan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here's yeah. that hypocrisy again, you know? Yeah, you're exactly right. Um, but if you get control, you gain control as a government of the health care, you are halfway home right. to socialism, communism, control. Right. That takes us back to Hololinsky and his communist handbook. Right. What's he say? Get control of health care. Yeah. You, at, at, you know, yeah. At, at some stage, at the same stage, you decide who lives and dies because Pretty you much. run out of money. You know, the first year or two, it'll be great. Even like, you know, Obamacare was great the first couple of years. You know, Obama had it by design so that it would turn south and go to hell in a handbasket after he was out of office. Yeah, so pretty much. So basically, he front-loaded it. Yeah, for sure. It's really a sneaky, pissy thing to do. Yeah, you guys have a lot to fix before you could even do anything like that. Um, I, I think I sent you the link that there was a yes. bus, bus full of Americans that traveled to Canada to buy insulin. At ten yeah. percent of the cost that you guys are paying oh, yeah. in, in the U.S., it, it is not. And you know, I have a diabetic. My my son is a type one diabetic. Also, my son's girlfriend, one of my son's girlfriends, is a type one diabetic. Wow. And, um, it's it's amazing the cost. Now, both of these kids are covered um, now, but you know, who knows in the future? Yeah. Yeah, who knows? I I mean, those things have to be fixed first because yeah. you're you're never gonna make a go For of it. Example, you're just a lot of diabetics are not covered. Yeah, that's that's wrong there. And, uh, that, and that is death. If you can't get to or afford your insulin, that's death. Yeah, well, pretty much. And, oh, you know, the hammer had a heart attack. Yeah, yeah. And it turned out very well. If heart attacks can turn out very well, he's he's gonna be fine. But um, when we went to the doctor last day, the doctor said that if you take your medicine, there is less than a 1% chance that your body will reject the stent. And, um, and he said the reason there is a high rate of people that have a problem is because they don't take their medicine, because they cannot afford it. Oh. For example, the hammer has insurance. Right. $400 a month. Wow. For this drug that slicks up your blood. And this is just one of the four drugs you have to take. Oh. Um, so Man. that's very, very sad, you know. Uh, but that has more to do with the drug companies than it does Absolutely. even insurance. Yeah. You know, when you're talking about you guys are getting the same insulin in Canada for 10 cents on the dollar, it's the same drug companies. Yeah, absolutely. It's just our laws here. Don't allow them to price gouge. Exactly. So we can take care of that as Americans, and we can take care of it without handing over our health care system to the government, which can't even take care of the veterans. 
I can't even do health care for the veterans. Yeah, same here though. You know, our yeah. veterans have left been left out in the cold by Trudeau. Same thing. You know. Meanwhile, he's given away billions to foreign governments, and and you know some of these vets need an artificial leg for thirty two thousand, and and those things are getting turned down. That's sad. That that is worse than sad. You know, when one skill we know Trudeau has is writing checks. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> the you know how to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, another subject that we have talked at length about for basically the two, two and a half years we've been doing this show and we've been writing for the site, and that is Antifa. Right. You know, a long time ago, we found a connection between Antifa and Obama's OFA. Mm-hmm. I assume that the reason they're running around doing their stuff is because they still have a connection, and that connection provides them with funds. The trouble is that Antifa is, it, it is a terrorist group. Absolutely. I mean, they come, they show up, they show up with weapons. Yeah, they, they come for violence. That's why they sh- show up. They, they absolutely plan violence. Well, and I think that what they did over the weekend was very planned. Um, Andy Ingo. Ngo. Ngo. Um, is a conservative, openly gay, investigative journalist who has taken a particular interest in Antifa. He was attacked by several um, members of Antifa. And, of course, they always wear masks over their face. Basically, while cops had been given a stand down, uh, basically the cops watched this happen. Um, he was beat up. His camera was confiscated by one of the members. And uh, later on, he had a hematoma. Well, there you go. Um, uh, which is a bleed on the brain. Um, and uh, that is exactly what um, um, kills a lot of people, where you have a fall and you think, oh, I'm okay, and later on you're dead or somebody's rushing to, to the yeah. hospital. Um it looks like he is going to survive, thank goodness. But um, at one time, Biden called the Antifa courageous. Oh, there and you go. I'm really not seeing anybody on the left that's running for office or anyone else on the left for that matter denounce Antifa. Nope. And it's disgusting. They should be... And they're dangerous. Yeah, they they should be labeled as a domestic terrorist organization. Absolutely. They're the same in Canada here. They show up to protest looking for violence. Exactly. And um, I, I would think twice about visiting Portland, Oregon, because Portland has been very permissive, let's say, with Antifa. Like... Um, I think I was telling you once, um, I have some friends that opened a restaurant, an upscale restaurant right. in the downtown area. And they had, um, at one point, um, lived in the Philippines, which is a terribly bad place to live. Yeah. You know? And they said downtown Portland was worse than the Philippines. They had to close their business um, because wow. it, there was just too much violence, too much vandalism. And... Um, you know, paying customers do want to come downtown. Yeah, no doubt. You know, I mean, 
that that'll keep customers away. Absolutely. So um, it's been going on for a while there in Portland. It really has. It really this is has. like four years now. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, so um, I I hope that um, they take on a new attitude. Yeah, well, Antifa has to be punished or it's going to continue happening. I think they did make three arrests in in um, the beating of the journalist. Yeah, finally, finally, yeah. So, yeah, after, after the fact. <laughs> especially the mayor. The mayor was ostracized a great deal. So he kind of changed his order. Yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, it is, it is. It and goes to, what else is to go it, ahead. It, it goes to prove that we have that um, left-right justice system. You know, you can do anything exactly. on the left. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I'll tell you something else that's awful, and it's gross. Eric Trump was eating, or was going to eat, I guess, in a restaurant in Chicago, and his waitress spit on him. Yeah, i seen that. That's disgusting. That is very disgusting, and I want to know if she's going to be tested for communicable diseases. Well, I think more should happen to her for that. That's basically assault. It is assault. I, I'd be slapped. Yeah. It, 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 it know, is I'd, gross. I'd much rather. Uh, uh, yeah, because that's gross, you know, and uh, I, I don't want anybody's bodily fluids on me that I don't want on me. Right. Ugh. So, um, but I have a feeling because it's Eric Trump, you know. I mean, Jesse Smollett faked that whole scenario with um, where he, he claimed that Trumpers attacked him, and, and he got more empathy than Eric Trump will get, ever get, and, and Eric Trump went into a restaurant to eat. Yeah, that is um, over the top. Uh, she hasn't been disciplined. She still has her job. I don't get it. Yeah, I, I just don't get it. I don't know. Um, I can tell you right now, um, there will be a lot of people that won't go to their restaurant. Of course, a lot of them don't care. Right. There was one restaurant owner that said um, that all these right-wing people need to just stay home, not eat out right now. That was a restaurant owner. <laughs> wow. Unbelievable. They're much money, aren't they? Wow. You can say that. Boggles my mind. Yeah. Well, we have often... Ask about the FISA um, probe. Right. The probe by the Inspector General. It was supposed to be released in May or June, early June, as a matter of fact. Well, we're now in July. And the probe is finished, but they're still writing the report. Wow. How long will that take? My guess is till August. Huh. And it's really getting annoying that, they, you know, all this stuff, every time they looked in to the left or something to do with the Obama administration, um, we, we nine times out of term, ten, we have proof. But when it comes down to really getting something on paper, it's like pulling teeth. Yeah. It's that left-right justice system. It is. And um, now next week... No, two weeks. Mueller will testify in front of Congress about his report. He huh. is reluctant uh, because he's going to get asked some things he don't want to answer. My guess is he's not going to answer. He's always going to refer to the report. The case is now closed. 
Wow. You know, why do they really want him anyway? Because yeah. it keeps it alive. I mean, he wrote a report, a yeah. very long report. Well, what do need they need to, to just going? The left needs to keep the Mueller report alive because they really didn't get what they wanted. Let's right. face it. Well, if they're keeping it alive, they need to uh, have actual justice for that fake FISA warrant. Exactly. And other things, many other things. Someone needs to oh, be accountable. Oh, many. That's just that's just one I little know. thing. Yeah. 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 And uh, like I said, I'm getting frustrated and uh, wondering whether any of this will come to fruition. Even with AG Barr, I and I think he's the stuff. Um, but will he even be able to fight the deep state and get it done? I don't know. No, I don't think so. I, don't. I, th- I, I think they're going to get away scot-free. Yeah, That's I do too. I, I do too. Okay, Navy SEAL Eddie Gallagher. This is a case that has been crazy. He is accused of killing an ISIS detainee. And that was putting a knife in the, the kid's neck. Okay? Now, the kid had done many things. Hurt many people. Was planning another attack. He was a bad dude. Yeah. I don't, you know... He kind of killed him at a vulnerable time, or let let me rephrase. He stuck the knife in his neck at a time when maybe the kid can defend himself that well. Right, right. But it's been crazy. I mean, Eddie Gallagher apparently rubbed everybody the wrong way. Yeah, he must be a nice guy. Well, I tell you what, I was really (laughs) sympathetic to him when his wife was getting on the show. She was telling the stories, telling how he had been locked up in solitary confinement, unable to um, work with his attorneys. You know, I mean, it was overkill by the prosecutors. Um, And then when they let him out, President Trump said, let him out and and give him access so he can defend himself, which seemed fair to me. It still seems fair to me. Still is right, yeah. Yeah. Um, But he doesn't, I don't know, he doesn't come across as at all humble or likable. Right. I will tell you that um, I was having this conversation over dinner the other day with some people and um, they may they pointed out to me the fact that you know um, these are trained killers. What do you think they're going to be like? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I think about people I want to have a cocktail with, you know. And, yeah, uh, yeah, he's not. I do not want to have a cocktail with him. Okay. <laughs> um, so uh, when so I true. him out and I see him, just see him. I'm thinking, gosh, he might be guilty. Now, isn't that terrible? Yeah, he's well. So, his demeanor is so unlikable. Yeah, there's and, probably something broken upstairs. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's, he's not really very old. He's like 38, 39. Um, he, he comes across it maybe being older than that, even though he is tight, fit. He's a weightlifter. Now, you, you can tell. Right. Um, he takes care of his body. and um, But anyway, so, you get the medic on the stand. And the prosecutors question him. 
And he says, yes, I saw Artie Gallagher um, put that knife in that ISIS detainee's neck. Okay. So, later on, you have Eddie Gallagher's attorney question the same medic. And they ask him one question. Did Eddie Gallagher kill this ISIS detainee? And the medic says no. And the attorney, not, not expecting this at all, says, do you know who did? Or how or why did this kid die? And he says, I killed him. I covered the breathing tube. Uh, there you go. Wow. Okay. Anyway, the jury is now deliberating because that does not necessarily let Eddie Gallagher off the hook. I, I mean, my guess is he really can't go down for murder. Huh. Um, but attempted murder, you know, among other things. Wow. Uh, but it, it's, it's very interesting, and can you imagine what a Perry Mason moment? Yeah, no kidding. That sounds like a movie already. Oh, yeah, it'll be a great movie, a great movie, and um, I'll be interested in seeing it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, we've been hearing... Well, we were hearing, or I was reading, about these dog foods that are, at one point they thought they had too much vitamin D and it was causing um, these ad- adverse heart events, you know, right. heart disease in dogs. Hmm. And that I never could get a good list of which dog foods. Well, last month the FDA tested some dog foods. Oh, good. Okay. So we have a list of the dog foods. There's 16. The interesting 16. thing is that they are upscale foods. Wow. Cana, Signature, Taste of the Wild, For Health, Earthborn Holistic, The Famous Blue Buffalo, Nature's Domain, From, Merrick, California Natural, Natural Balance, Origin, Nature's Variety, Nutrisource, Nutoro, and Rachel Ray's Nutrish. Wow. So check that out. Get rid of that dog food. Get something that's not on the list. Those are mostly high-end dog foods. They're very high-end dog foods. So. Wow. So, um, Google. The Google's always saying they're doing something. Well, now they've ticked off a lot of right-wing people because the Google exec called Ben Shapiro and Jordan Peterson Nazis. Oh, call the Jew a Nazi. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me? Wow. You know, if there's one thing a Jew really can't be is a Nazi. Yeah. And, I mean, or a white supremacist. It just doesn't work, you know? Unbelievable. Uh, now, they might be a jerk. They might be, you know, a racist, but... They can't really be a white supremacist Nazi. No, that that's very disturbing. That um, the heads and executives of that huge, huge corporation uh, pushing an agenda that makes me very concerned. Oh, it is very concerning, um, and I think more so maybe than the government. We have got to be concerned about these tech companies changing things yeah yeah it, you know, uh, uh, by misinformation um name calling and and maybe worst of all withholding 
information. Oh, guaranteed. Guaranteed it's worse than what we've been shown. Um, yeah. yeah, and I don't think breaking them up is going to improve that situation. Because I don't either. then you've all of a sudden, you've got multiple corporations pushing their agenda instead of one. Well, and you have to think, you know, there's been a couple of attempts to compete. Um, right now, as far as the right wing people go, there is Parler and Gab. Parler, Gab is, has attracted some people that, boy, uh, how do you want to say it? Um, they have attracted some... Undesirables. Yeah, right-wing extremists, let's say. Right. Parlor's okay, but they don't have the money. The technology stinks. And in fact, we have a lot of our listeners that are on Parlor, and we've gotten a lot of listeners from Parlor. Oh. But they hmm. just, for example, it, their, their pages don't up, update. You know, like Twitter, it'll right. update while you're on there. You've got to reload the whole page. Oh, you got to be kidding. That's pretty simple yeah. to actually yeah. do yeah. and correct. And, and there's a lot of things. There's a lot of people, I guess, that got on it earlier than I did. And they said it was really terrible and they left. They are now starting to come back. Now, Trump has threatened to move to um, Parler. Quite frankly, that would be great to ditch Twitter like that, but I don't think you can. I mean, Parler's just not great enough, and I certainly will stay on there because we've got a lot of listeners that um, wouldn't give up Twitter for it at this stage. Now, I did hear that Jordan Peterson was um, working with a startup on fr like a free speech I platform. Too. I did too, and he will do it right. Yeah, yeah, so and he's got the followers. Yeah, he's got no, the followers yeah. right across the globe that if everybody signed up, he'd be well on his way to, to success. Exactly, and uh, you know, you, you, splitting it up, you're right. Yeah, um, would not necessarily be the answer. In fact, I think it would just be it would just be so tiny. Yeah, the improvement would be so tiny and so short lived. It, it's not worth it. But to have some real competition that people could walk away. Now that's, that's effective. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it, you know, uh, we've talked about a lot of disgusting things that have been done by people especially on the left uh, recently. <laughs> yeah. We just had a cartoonist. Uh, his name is Michael Deatter, and he's been fired from the Irving-owned Brunswick News Incorporated for his um, cartoon that had the drowned illegal border crosser and his daughter in the picture. And he's got a golf cart, and Trump is standing above him going, do you mind if I play through? So it does not get more tasteless than that. No, and, and you know what? He, he's got to have made enemies on both sides of the, uh, of the aisle there. Yeah, I mean... It, it, that, that is just very tasteless. You're right. I mean, I don't know who could laugh at that. Yeah, I agree there. Yeah, and we don't always agree about life's a journey, and we're all in it together even when we try not to be. Uh, thanks for listening. Godspeed, Connor, and Godspeed to all of our friends out there. Godspeed, Grace, and have a happy 4th of July.
Absolutely. Thanks, everyone.